going on, buddy? <laughs> Not much, man. Welcome back. Uh, it has certainly been a while, at least for our uh, listeners. Yeah. Which... Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Did you yeah, Did you find someone else? um well we've been talking about doing this one for uh, a couple of weeks now um but i guess quarantine finally got to you so um uh here we are have have you been doing uh tango and carl or something i missed it (laughs) yeah i gotta find a guy named carl because that doesn't sound (laughs) um Uh, yeah this uh, is the um it's a very easy title for this one it'll be tango and cash the pandemic edition yeah, exactly. Or have you missed us? Uh, apparently, people have. Because our last uh, um, Back by Unpopular Demand episode has like uh, 83 uh, listens. Uh, more than sure? like quadrupling it... our previous ones. So. Wow. is that Are those unique listeners or did somebody just put it on repeat or something? Is that possible? Uh, I don't know. I uh, <laughs> didn't pay that much attention okay. to it. I just saw it, what, uh... it was a large number. That's pretty good. Yeah, when was that? To be honest, two, I think it two years. No, I think it was January two thousand nineteen. So about yeah, fourteen months, fifteen months, something like that. Okay. Well, yeah. So I, uh, we I don't were, know where time's we, gone. I, don't, I guess we weren't essential, but uh, well, I guess uh, we are. So. <laughs> well, this what, is, uh, the thing I forgot about is that we were doing the social distancing podcast before anybody else. Simply yeah. by virtue of the fact that we were not in the same country, <laughs> right? Yes, it was. It's not. A, it's not a hard transition. Uh, I was thinking. I've been. I've been ahead of the curve with social distancing for years. I've been trying to stay six feet away from people that I don't know. <laughs> at least, yeah. You know <laughs> how 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 is that going for you? I'm I'm curious to see what it's like. Uh, I mean, you're still in the same apartment, right? The, the yeah. The... So let's. Uh... Ned, you're in uh, you're in Nicaragua. I'm in um, Upper West Side, Manhattan, yeah. the mm-hmm. epicenter, basically. Yeah, um, yeah we're uh, we're still at the same apartment. It's actually been okay. We were actually going to move, but um, it was literally you know, when this thing broke out. We were looking at apartments, and so we had to stop and extend it for a few months. Mm-hmm. But um, as you know, I mean, we have a. a Two floors, you know, it's not a huge duplex. Sounds like it's bigger than it is, but the ba- the bedroom is separate from the living room on a different floor, and then we have a huge patio, so it actually could be a lot worse. You know, we we can get fresh air, we can hang out. We haven't really been going out otherwise, so okay. Um, it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been, you know, hasn't been hasn't been fun. We've had some fun, but you know, hurt. Are you guys getting groceries delivered? Are you eating mostly takeout? Like, how are you? Have you lost seventy five pounds? Like, what's what's going on? Uh, no, I've not lost any any weight. I would lose has been uh, first. I don't do anything to work out, and secondly, I pretty much drink every night. So, right. those uh, those calories are, are finding a home somewhere. Um, <laughs> okay. We, uh, I mean, we wanted to support restaurants and stuff but a lot of them are you know there's still people delivering but it's a whole thing and we we kind of have been ordering a lot of food like groceries and cooking uh just because it's easier to do that than to you know order in deal with the you know interact you know not that you're interacting because they have contactless uh, delivery but like it's really not that easy to get orders so when we do do an order we, we order a lot of food we don't want it to go to waste so it's sort of like lending itself to to cooking more so um yeah just been doing that and uh 
Yeah. Count the days. We have like everything we need here, so we're uh, kind of hunkering down. And what's kind of the perception there? I mean, Cuomo's had probably, you know, arguably one of the top two best responses as governors uh, of states and the states go. And I'm just wondering, yeah. like, you know, I think you guys have sort of, if you stay in for a while longer, have seen the plateau until everything kind of, as long as they don't rush it back. I mean, uh, but what's kind of the general sensibility? I mean, I've heard different things from some friends in Connecticut and some people in L.A., but. Yeah. I mean, they they just delayed it, I guess, to May 15th now, this, okay. like, kind of lockdown. Um, the general consensus is Cuomo has been, you know, a good leader, and he's, you know, been clear and communicative and, uh, you know, has been strong in his, like, convictions. And so people think he's been good. De Blasio, uh, people didn't like him that much to begin with, and he hasn't really – doesn't – it doesn't really – do much. I mean, I don't know. Like Cuomo does a press conference, and then and then De Blasio does a press conference. It's like they're and they're kind of sniping at each other. But um, yeah, I would have liked to see De Blasio step up a little bit. He's not really doing doing much to make us feel better. I mean, he he just makes these announcements. They're all negative, you know. Yeah. Like he's like the beaches over the summer are not going to be open. It's like it's fucking April sixteenth. Uh, like uh, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to pile on. I'm not even thinking about the beach. Right. But um, anyway, over, overall, I think people are, you know, yeah, it's I think anxiety's high. But it, honestly, from uh, from our patio, I don't, I don't see many people anywhere. I, I guess everybody has second homes <clears throat> on the up, on the upper west. Yeah, like, I, I think you're probably hard. right. I mean. I know some, I have a friend in like upstate Connecticut who had a place to escape to in Maine, um, like their husband's family's place or something. So they rented their house in upstate Connecticut out to some New Yorkers. So I guess a lot of people just, you know, got out of there when they could. Um, Well, the problem is like you weren't, I mean, now you're not supposed to leave, I don't think. And then, you know, we, we looked at some houses maybe. Catskills or somewhere like like that, but then then it's like harder to get stuff delivered, you know. Right. Being there, then you got to go to the store, and you're just kind of maybe exposing yourself. So it's like a catch twenty two. So that, like I said, we're we're uh, we're getting stuff here, so we're we're uh, you know hunkering uh, hunkering down. Um, what uh what's going on with you? How's Nicaragua doing through all this? Oh well. It sort of depends on your perspective. Uh, if you're the government, uh, we don't. We are protected. There's some shit you just you seriously. I couldn't make this up. Um, the 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 vice president slash wife um, of our little dictatorship is a, a witch, like a le- legit witch. Is a self-proclaimed, and uh, so basically, the government was designed the existence of COVID nineteen. Uh, still sort of is. I think we have six, somewhere between six and ten confirmed patients. Uh, but if you look at some of the numbers coming out of the hospital, which again are a little shady, um, we've got an awful lot of pneumonia cases. Uh, so that seems a little suspect. Um, the president also disappeared for 48 days, um, which is not the first time he's done that. He has lupus and some other things, but, uh, People, they always think he's dead, but he actually did a press conference yesterday. Um, 
the, the funny thing is like, you know, these guys were denying it. So everyone, the, the first death we had here that was Corona related was also the first case. And it was apparently this hairdresser, uh, this HIV positive hairdresser who his last job before he was diagnosed was doing the hair of all the women at Ortega's grandchild's wedding. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, obviously rumors about that. And then three weeks later, that guy died. So, um, you know, I don't know. And, and when this first came out and everyone was hunkering down, the United States had stay-at-home orders. Um, we, or the government here, decided to have a love in the time of coronavirus um, march. Uh, and they uh, paraded out floats with um, fake patients on them and, like, dancing nurses. Um, huh? uh, yeah. They had a parade? They had a parade. Like- Interesting. Probably not a great idea, huh? Well, yeah. Um, so the weird thing is, I mean, like, it doesn't... Nicaragua has a couple of things going for it. It's not the heat, uh, because, like, Panama is a lot warmer than it is here. But what we do have is we don't have uh, high population density. And from the crisis of two years ago, um, we have a lot less tourism than we used to have. So because the flights have been cut down so much and the tourism was decimated, even though it was making a comeback, I think that is, so far, even with uh, ignoring the disease, has slowed it down a little. Um, I thought, weren't, wasn't the government, like, killing people that were protesting, like, a year or two ago? Yeah, I mean, so that was, they were, like, actually shooting people. Now, one of the theories is that they are deliberately denying this so that it predominantly affects older people and if they kill off a lot of older people that's a lot less pensioners that they have to worry about because they've decimated social security oh. so sounds like that's sounds like a hell of a, hell of a country you chose to live in Ned. well you know i mean there's 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 a lot of good here too um but it was it's just it's funny because the the people that i know around here are not pro-government there's just nothing you can do about it because the last time people tried to do something about it 500 of them were murdered Right. Um, and we do have some friends who were recently um, uh, arrested and put in jail um, for about four months, I think. Right. Uh, and they weren't well, they weren't harmed or anything. But uh, I don't want so this. Uh, pod, I don't want this podcast to get you in trouble. Come you, on you, your door, dude. If we got like three thousand listens, you'd be all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, totally. Well, uh, at least you're doing, but you're safe there, and um, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, I've had a lot of conversations with some friends here about, um, you know, what's worse, and the odds of like, you know, let's say you need a ventilator here, your odds are probably as good at getting one as you'd get one in Manhattan, you know. So uh, just because uh, our number of cases so far are so low, um, and and I do think you know it's been delayed heat has some effect on it and i have like you know a house with a yard um our we got ahead of it we went on the u.s timetable and not the timetable here so we like we got the price mark costco bought all of our stuff had our masks and you know wiped everything down when it came home let it sit outside for two days it wasn't perishable and you know every two three weeks it's sort of the routine people in new york just a lot of people are just not even at least last time we were out we stopped going out because people were not paying attention where they were you know walking into us and um 
their Central Park was super crowded. It's, I don't think people get it. So um, I, I don't know, or they're not they're not taking it seriously enough. And it's one of those you know things where you got to take care. You got, you got to be as safe as as you can, and you can't rely on somebody. That's the problem, you know. Right. So. Well, I mean, you yeah, could take but... you could take care of yourself, but if somebody else thinks that it's a conspiracy or some or it's just all overblown, they're out without a mask, without anything. And there's there's a lot of people like that 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 think it's like just not taking that seriously. So right. Well, that's Whatever. I mean that's the downside is that if this all works, everyone's going to say we overreacted. Um, but my favorite part of you brought up the hoax part. Have you heard about people uh, like setting fire and attempting to destroy five G towers uh, in yeah. London, and then I think it spread to the Netherlands? Like that's just that's next Whoa. level, next generation. I know, and uh, and you think that it's uh, they think. I mean, obviously, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole, but I, I believe they think it's sending out some sort of signal. Uh, that's affecting our brains. Um, I mean, literal tinfoil hat people. Wasn't there a celebrity that, uh, there are a few celebrities that, that like retweeted it or something? I can't remember. It's like, uh, oh, Woody Harrelson. He's, he, he sent something out. He did? Yeah, he's probably high, though. And Oh, and John Cusack. That was the one. Oh, that's a bummer. And, uh, Cusack is like a, like, he's, he might be the we, we should discuss like who do you actors or actresses yeah. who are like so, the most different from like who you think they are, you know, in real life versus like roles. And I feel like Cusack mm-hmm. is one of those guys that is like, you know, he's always like cool and fun, you know, and, you know, so many good movies. But I feel like in real life, he's probably just like kind of like a really wacky dick. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't know if you're that familiar with his like recent achievements, but I mean, if you if we were talking about this in like the late 90s i think you would be like devastated by his public comments but i think he hasn't really made a good movie in the last 20 years or so and i might be wrong Ooh. about this but i mean Ouch. gross point blank uh um, hello hot tub time machine that movie's amazing okay it's fine that's fine but like like no, I, if you look at his yeah. classics you know yeah. going as far yeah. as gross point blank and um, some others in there. And I'm sure I missed a couple in the early 2000s. No, no. He, he, like, he doesn't... Yeah, he, he definitely had a higher... I mean, that happens as, as actors get older, I guess. But, uh, yeah, you got to say anything. You got high fidelity. You got... Uh, Better off uh, dead. Yeah. One crazy so, summer. Yeah, he hasn't done as much. I really... Actually, Hot Top Time Machine, I still think, is almost, like, underrated. I don't know how nobody talks about that. But he also thinks he's, like, an actor like such a serious actor that he refused to be in Hot Tub Time Machine 2 and that thing was like unwatchable Not, I don't know if it was because he wasn't in it but maybe that one's on me for watching that I don't know uh, I, you know I think I, I had that on the background somewhere but um, it, that did you know maybe he's got a uh, maybe his agent stopped smoking something for a while and realized that that was a bad idea but yeah Hot Tub Time Machine was fine but um I, I would like to revisit High Fidelity. That's a good movie, right? I watched that um, a while ago. You know, I think somebody at Slate, <laughs> and it might have been my brother, just uh, rewatched it um, in terms of the John Cusack uh, uh, like trilogy, which I believe was uh, like musical trilogy was uh, Say Anything, Gross Point Blank, and then High Fidelity. And you sort of mm-hmm. see the curvature of this character starting from like young and idealistic. Um, Wait, 
to that's not the same character no it's not but they it's sort of like an unofficial thing because lloyd dobler and say anything um what? you know has this like martial arts training and like you can you can make these kind of comparisons between that and um uh, <laughs> martin, martin blank it- disappearing <laughs> in gross point blank on the night of high school and then going to become a serial or a you know killer for hire and then at the end of it it's this man who's just like you know has taken so much angst out of his world so they i mean some people have looked at it um i don't know talk, i can try to find talk out about but conspiracy theories i mean that's crazy it's three different movies that he's th- it's just the same actor they're not related there's no, no, no character arc no it's more of like metaphorical um in terms of like <laughs> him and the age of him playing that so Okay. All right. Um, uh, yeah, not, it's not intended. It's not like the Edgar Wright. Um, God, I can't remember the name of the trilogy. Uh, but it's like that. You'd be like, well, you have De Niro and Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, and uh, Godfather. Like, you know, you see, or whatever. <laughs> They're not related. Right. Those, but are, music... those aren't good examples, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, but, but music does play a very important element in those three particular films that he had to back in. Um, but yeah. Um, so, I mean, other actors who were disappointing in real life, I, I don't know. I try to like not to think about it. You do have, God, didn't, uh, why would you not think about it? That's, that's, that's like one of the only things I like about celebrities is like, I love like like someone, someone's supposed to be like really nice, like America's sweetheart. And like, then you read that they're like total bitch, (laughs) like, you know? Well, the thing it's I like, think just is crack, it cracks that, me up like, because they, they can like basically craft an image, but like, you know, like Tom Hanks is generally is a nice guy. You don't hear stuff about him, but other people, right? Like Ellen DeGeneres, like people, she's great, she's talented, and she comes off as very likable. But I think that she's kind of a terror. Yeah, no, I've heard that too. I know a couple of these things. Um, I was trying. I mean, like a lot of you were in the a lot of us. You're in the ins- yeah. you're on the inside. Yeah, I know. I remember, like, look, I, I, I met Tom Hanks. I taught him how to use a coffee machine. Uh, he was super nice. Uh, but, <laughs> for instance, I met Mel Gibson once, like, when I was in the, like, a sophomore in high school on the set of Ransom, and he was, like, super nice to all these. Like, I was chaperoning, well, like, a bunch of Because you're a wasp and not a Jew. Yeah, that's true. If you were Jewish, you would have you would have really gotten <laughs> agitated. <laughs> what, wait, uh, can you go back to the Tom Hanks coffee story, please? Yeah, I've told you this is it's not a very exciting story. Um I, I, now that you're telling me, I feel like uh maybe but good. Well, well, why would Tom Hanks need to make his own coffee? That was your job to get him the well, coffee. Yeah, I should have I mean, I'm assuming he was meeting with my boss and not Ron, in which case Ron's person would be in charge of that, but uh uh I don't know. It was pre-production on Da Vinci Code and I came into the kitchen to get something like really quickly and I looked and like He's standing in the corner in front of the espresso machine, which admittedly was a difficult machine to use. Uh, and I'm like, and I go to like grab my thing and I start walking out the door and I was like, uh, should I just leave? Because he's sort of like staring at it and trying to push buttons. And I was like, uh, hey, Tom. And he was like, yeah. But he like kept looking at the machine. I was like, you all right there? He's like, yeah. Uh, just can't figure this thing out. <laughs> it's like, I give you a hand if you want. And he was like, that thank you yeah okay and i was like yeah you do this and so he was just really nice and he got his cup of coffee and that was it was it like a traditional espresso or was it like a machine where you just have to like press a button or is it like you know he it was not like it was not like a wind up 
uh, bespoke, like, uh, or what, not that, not bespoke, I can't remember that word, uh, steampunk kind of uh, machine, but it was, like, not, like, a Krupp's Nespresso right. thing. Okay. You had to, like, All put right. the coffee in, close it, press the button, you know, whatever. Right. But somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. Okay. Somewhere in between, yeah. Um, um, wait, before we continue, I have to just point out, am I going crazy or is there somebody like kind of cutting wood or something like that going on there? Like, you know, that thing that, you know, saws wood, like a, super like a, a saw. Yeah. I keep hearing something like it's like that sound. I don't know. I got these, uh, I got the, the, the AirPods with the noise cancellation and like, I can't hear anything outside of it. I can hear somebody's, somebody's. Chop a wood, uh, carving wood or cutting wood or something over there. Um, well, so the problem is if you... There it is again. There it is. That's you don't hear that? That's a bird. Oh, don't. I, can, I can close the door, but it's 96 degrees here right now. So if I no, don't... It, it's it's told, you. you don't have to close it. This is like the squeaking chair. It's like, it doesn't bother you. <laughs> you can't hear it. But somebody's like doing that. You know that shearing sound where it's like... That's what I'm hearing. Like whatever. Huh. You don't. I mean, have you looked outside? Is there somebody building like a shed? Hold on, I'm looking. No, I mean, I got an owl, yeah. and there's these little yeah, yellow birds, and yeah. I mean, we've talked about my self-diagnosed mis- mis- misophonia or whatever that's called. Which is literally, I'm looking at my list of things to discuss on this podcast, and that. It made its way to the top of the list right there to see always how pre- that always always prepared Ned. yeah how that is affecting you in quarantine it's great actually because there's no traffic there's no beeping there's no people that's there's no noise this is like that that part of it is great okay but you can't like hear leah chewing chalmain or something that drives you nuts. yeah i don't really have that i don't have like oh. people i mean i don't like people chewing gum and stuff and i i just have really good hearing so i hear stuff that's um you know maybe other people don't hear i don't know but it's more the point of just uh you know i'm sensitive to to sound so i'll hear hear things so like if someone is like laying on their horn some people can drown you know it doesn't bother them they drown you know i don't know who it doesn't bother but uh Mm -hmm. i think those are the crazy people i mean how annoying is it when someone's beeping all the time well, apparently there's a guy, you know, three blocks away who's you know, cutting a table for himself. Uh, I can't. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wish I, I, you know, I had noise cancellation as well for your noise. It's really uh, it's very impressive. So, <laughs> what? Uh, so back to Tom Hanks. Who is that? The most famous person you think you met? Whatever most famous means. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I don't, I don't know. Um, Tom Hanks is pretty fucking famous. I think the yeah, only actor above him would be like Tom Cruise. And like, not by a ton, you know? And I've never met Tom Cruise. I do have a weird story a friend told once, but of him meeting him. But, um. Do you want to tell it or you think we'll get sued or something? Well, no, it's not my story, but he just, um. This guy worked for a, I don't remember what he. I don't remember what movie it was, but they wanted Tom. He was like the assistant to a guy who had his own production company named after him. Um, so pretty big, but like, no be like not crazy huge. And they had a project that Tom was interested in. And uh, Tom was like, Oh, you know, this kid was the head executive, like really small company. So he was like the head executive. And Tom was like, Oh, well, you know, come 
to this meeting. And so the kid like gets in the car and goes to the meeting and it's like in an airplane hangar at like the Burbank airport, I think, or at LAX, a private hangar with his like plane next to him. And there was like a candlelit table for lunch set up. <laughs> and he came and like pitched the project to Tom while they had lunch there. So I don't know. Yeah, that was it. But uh, most famous sim, I think like, you know, uh, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Spike Lee in one meeting. Um, Hillary Swank the morning after she won her second Oscar. Uh, Scarlett Johansson one day uh, when she came into the office. And I think those are pretty high up on the list. That's pretty um, good. What uh, what happened to Hillary Swank? Did she like retire? She she won two Best Actress Oscars, and then I haven't heard from her since. You know, I was wondering that, like, I actually just asked my brother, like, who would you consider having, like, you know, having won an Oscar and then having, like, no career after it? Uh, and Hillary Swank having won two Oscars, she was just in a Netflix movie called Mother, or I Am Mother, I think, mm. um, which is fine. Um, but I think the award has to go to Mira Sorvino, because um, she won an award which I don't know if, I can't remember if it was disputed at the time, but it sort of feels like it was, uh, for Mighty Aphrodite. And then I just saw, like, maybe the worst movie with her in it ever that, like, came out in the last three years. And I couldn't tell you what it was called, but she plays, like, a like a detective with this other guy who looks like they, they had, like, a lead actor. Like, I don't know, like, Josh Duhamel or something, and he dropped out, like, on the day, so they picked up like a homeless guy to play the part for the rest of the day. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely, it's it's definitely up there as one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I like pride myself on watching really awful movies, so it's it's really bad. But I got to tell you, because if you have a chance to watch it, if you can get through like ten minutes, you're just gonna be like, what the ever living hell? Is it bad, um, but like entertaining in a bad way, or is it just bad, bad? Because no, sometimes it's just, it's bad just... movies are, are, are oddly entertaining. I actually saw this fucking movie i don't know why i watched it but it came on it was called killers with with um ashton's oh, kutcher oh wait no it's not oh with him no. and, uh, and Catherine heigl heigl oh, okay. it is a horrendous i keep there's no chance on earth that you hit that you like that movie not not even no close. i was thinking of this other uh, one that's actually pretty great with um chris evans and uh, uh what's her name from Guardians of the Galaxy and Star Trek. Talking about uh, the wrong guy, buddy. Okay, so Mira Servino, Mighty Aphrodite, 1995. Okay, wins an Academy Award. Uh, I mean, this movie, it's called Beneath the Leaves. She plays Detective Erica Shotwell and Christopher Palaha. I mean, it, it's just, it's worth watching. Oh, and Paul Servino's in it too. Paul Servino of like almost every Scorsese film mm -hmm. is in this movie. And it's like, you gotta, you have to assume that there's some kind of like the family owed somebody money or something happened, but like, I would watch it. It's gotta be on Netflix. Try it out for beneath the leaves. Okay. I'll, I'll check leaves. it out. Um, it's a four, 4.5 out of 10 on uh, IMDb, which is actually pretty low. Okay. Killers is like your classic Hollywood, just terrible movie. Like, some idiot was like, let's put Catherine Heigl, who probably, it was 2010, so she was probably, like, off of her Grey's Anatomy, whatever, with Ashton Kutcher, who was off of whatever the hell he was doing, punked. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it's a can't miss. 
and they're both like spies or so he's like an undercover spy it's it's horrible it's got a 10 percent on the rotten tomatoes but it, it was oddly yeah. like I, I was i kept watching because i'm like maybe they turn it around you know Tom Selleck is Catherine Eigel's dad and he's a spy. Spoiler alert. Um, Um, It's just a really bad, it's like a bad idea. It's a bad script. It's bad, poorly directed and it's poorly acted. It's just like a bad, a bad film, you know? Um, But speaking of people who have bad personal reputations, Catherine Heigl, Mm -hmm. she was a dumpster fire apparently. I don't know. Like after whatever. She's super very difficult, yeah, apparently. There was that one with her and um, who's the guy from Sparta? It was the Ugly Truth or something? And they're like morning show people. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that. They, they hate each other and then guess what? Like each other by the end. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, her career has. Oh, Jared Butler. Butler. Oh, God. Ger- Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard Butler. Okay, whatever. Uh, but uh, anyway. She never won an Oscar, so who cares about her career? I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm, I want to know, kind of. It's sort of like a, it's not even like a one-hit wonder in music, because a one-hit wonder is, like, easier in music. It's not that easy mm. to win a Best, a best uh, Actress or Actor Oscar, you know? And then you really have to have a terrible agent and just make bad decisions to fall from there. Acting-wise, what, what about, no offense, I, I, I love her, but Halle Berry? She hasn't really done that much acting-wise. You mean since... Monsters Ball, yeah. Um, she won it. Well, I mean, she, she won Best Actress, right? Yeah, I think that might have been supporting too. But she won. I mean, she did Catwoman after that. I think. Is that? Good? I got it. I actually, <laughs> I I just googled uh, worst career post Oscars, and the first thing that comes up is a picture of Halle Berry next to a picture <laughs> of her and Catwoman, and I'm not. Wow, kidding. nice. Yeah, oh, good for me. Um, I just came up with that on my own. She uh, was great. Great. I don't know if Swordfish was after that. She was great in that, at least for one scene. If you know what I mean. Catch my drift, Ned. According to, well, yeah, I I know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But to to be fair, she had shown them in the movie that won her the Oscar. But I I never saw. Wait, actually, wasn't Monsters Ball released there? No, that was uh, Halle Berry. Monster is Charlie's Theron. Oh, a lot of monsters going around. Huh? A lot of monsters. Okay, so according to WatchMojo.com, uh, which I've never heard of, I don't know, uh, the top 10 worst careers post Oscars are Paul Haggis, Gina Davis, Michael Cimino. These actresses are writer. Paul Haggis is a writer. Uh, he's a writer director, but he directed Crash. And then afterwards, he did. The next three days. Next three days is good, by the way. I have okay. to say, watch. It's not bad, and I think we should just stick to actors and actresses if we want to do directors okay. and stuff. I mean, then I mean, to open up a whole can of worms. I, I didn't write the list. Okay, Gina Davis, um, Michael Cimino from The Deer Hunter, 1978. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, she won for her role in Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Uh, I don't really count Whoopi because she was like a comedian. She wasn't. She's really tried. It's it's more of like someone who wants to be an actor or actress and just kind of like disappears. Do you know what I mean? Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Post Jerry Maguire. That actually's that's pretty good. But he he wasn't as good as it gets after that. Barely. Uh, but then he was in Snow Dogs. He's up there. Mira Sorvino takes the plot at number five. Uh, it is not mentioning Beneath the Leaves, 
uh, on here. Kim Basinger after LA Confidential, but then she worked in Eight Mile. Like this is sort of dumb. Uh, Louise Fletcher was Nurse Ratched uh, in uh, Monkey um, Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Uh, Halle Berry, uh, number two on the list. Hmm. Um, be going from Monsters Ball to Catwoman. You said Halle Berry's two. Who's one? Uh, Roberto Benigni. <laughs> I guess that's not a beautiful. What was that? A beautiful life. Life is la vita della. Beautiful. I was gonna say I got I got a good one. Just popped in. Um, yeah. Who's that guy? <clears throat> um, it all connects to Halle Berry. When he won, she he like kissed Halle Berry. When he won, I think the next year because she handed oh. it off. Yeah, he was in the. I mean, he was also in Predators. <laughs> I thought you know that off the top of your head. I'm, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, yes, he won for the pianist that year. Okay. And and I haven't heard, we haven't heard from him in a long time, huh? I mean, he's been in some things, but like. Well, he was in Predators like three or four years ago. It's not this is... not a tumultuous career like Halle Berry or yeah. Mira Sorvino or something like that. So. All right. Well, this is, this is a fun topic. Well, we do, uh, you know. Like sure, Whoopi is going to be very upset about this. We'll be hearing about this on The View. <laughs> oh, that would be, uh, be amazing. Yeah, we could use the publicity. What um, what are you uh, drinking over there? Anything? Yeah. Um, well, that's sort of the interesting question. thing about quarantine. Well, I think it's sort of like, um, you know, I just read or saw somebody talking about breakfast wine. Uh, this morning, uh, I'm just having a wine right now because uh, uh, last night I took the night off. It, but it's it's hard to, you know, you really sort of have to be uh, proactive about uh, having stuff to do and find stuff to do because, like, you know, when I I don't drink in January and at the like two week mark, um, all of a sudden I was like, now I'm a handyman, you know, like I was like, oh, I'll just go fix the washing machine and I think I can take down that wall, you know, like. You know, all of a sudden you can do a lot of stuff, but there's just, uh, it's sort of hard to keep the demons at bay and to, you know, a friend of mine was just like, like, we have to forgive ourselves a lot over this time period because you want to be creative. You want to, you want to get better at your instrument. You want to finish that book that you're writing. You want to do a lot of things, but like, it's hard, it's hard for me to read when I have yeah. so much stuff in my head, you know? I, and, I completely agree. I, 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 don't like those people that are like well there's also people that are like don't be hard on yourself you, you don't have to learn a language and you don't have to learn an, an instrument or do something you just need yeah. to like get through this so you know like i've been i, I want to work out but like there's just you know this isn't a normal environment so i'm just like you know what if that's gonna put me that's not gonna make me feel better that's gonna just like i can't even imagine kind of working out right now in any way well, you do have the, I mean, is it the climate temperate out there right now, or what's it like? It is quite temperate, oh. now that you ask, Ned. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's like, uh, you know, give or take, but it's in the mid-50s today. Like, I've been out there a lot, so I've been out. But, like, I've worked out there before, but, um, ooh, that wine. Sounds like that? a good pour. Uh, healthy. I've worked out there before and like there's a lot it's New York so I just like I feel like everyone's not that it's about me but I just 
I feel like this weirdo out there, like, you know, working out, lifting weights, yeah. doing whatever on this patio. So, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of, I wanted to get into meditation and do all these things, but it's like sort of ironic that like now you have all this time, but you, you really, it's not the, if you had all this time, but things were normal, you probably could do stuff. Do you know what I mean? But, right. but, but you're in a different mindset, which is just to like not go crazy. I mean, we have the bike. We went out and did like 50 kilometers this morning and doing like the seven minute workout, like two or three times, if you can do it is, uh, actually is a, it seems like a joke the first time you run through it. And all of a sudden the second time you're like, well, shit. And the third time gets like pretty hard. And if you yeah. can make it to four, um, like, I mean, it's something you can really do. And unfortunately we are not, uh, you know, supported by advertising for this particular product, but like for what you have on your roof, like you'd probably be able to get a pretty relatively decent workout in it. So, yeah, what is what is the workout you're talking about? I mean, just Google seven. Uh, seven the minute, seven minute abs. Seven minute abs. Well, you could until somebody comes up with six minute abs. <laughs> no, I'm seven. Something about Mary was on the other day that was on. And I was like, I, I need to watch that again. But uh, yeah, I mean, I used to go to the gym all the time, so it's just like you know, it's hard to motivate. To be honest, back to your point. Oh, I know. But uh, you know, we're doing okay. I'm not. You know, I don't want to complain too much because there's people like risking their lives to save people and that whole you know so cheers to the uh all the you know ems workers uh, healthcare people i feel like we have to say that i don't know if you want to say it better than i did uh no absolutely and the thing that occurred to me this morning is i don't know if it was still a thing but i remember like 10 15 years ago there was a massive shortage of nurses uh, especially in california if not the rest of the country um and just you see that like a, a very large portion of the people who are falling ill and dying from this are the people who are getting the massive dosages. Uh, and those are nurses and doctors. I mean, we're going to have a, if we get through this, there's going to be a massive shortage of these incredibly skilled and, uh, you know, highly qualified workers out there. Um, and it's not like yeah. you can just replenish the force overnight. I mean, doctors study for like eight years. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know why the government in the U.S. is not, like, they should really be protected like you know it's like an, obviously it's a no-brainer i mean they have to take care of people mm -hmm. so it's sort of like you know in the military you're, you're not going to give the people that that go in first like you know we don't have all the not all you're gonna have guns i mean you know it's like you, you, yeah. you gotta you gotta i don't understand i'm still reading about places that don't have masks don't have this you know it's really well, ridiculous. I, i'm reading about people who have gone in with full pp and are still dying from the right. stuff because it's right. just uh you know you should when you go out in the street i mean them it's a bigger deal but you should be washing your shoes and um not dragging it inside because they they swabbed i think it was in new york right. well when like, you're you know, when you're exposed to when you're exposed to people that have like everyone has it you know right for hours on end it's just it's just kind of like i guess logical that they're gonna get it just it sucks because they are it's amazing what they're doing um before I forget, I want to ask you, just just yeah. yes or no, alien simula simulation, yes or no? Uh, yes, yes, no, maybe. How about that? No, I actually. Uh, <laughs> I knew that's, that's not. That's, I knew. I knew that you've been thinking about this. Of course, I've been thinking about <laughs> it. I mean, since uh, <laughs> Musk brought that up, like. I'm sure he's not the first person to think it, but one of the most prominent ones like a year or two ago. And um, 
for anyone out there that's listening for the first time, which is probably nobody, yeah. we've talked about this multiple times, that Ned is a big believer in alien simulations, which... No, that's not true. Well, um, or you, you, you introduced me to it because I was like, it blew my mind the first time, and then I went down a wormhole to basically where we are. You know how we play, people play video games and uh, what's that, like, like um, what's the Grand Theft Auto or whatever? Like an and open you just world see some, environment. Um, you just see someone and you just run them over. So, like, that's, I think, what, what's, I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's basically what I see as an alien, you know? Basically, we're the people that you can just run over. <laughs> yeah. In their game. Well, no. Or, or, you, mean, or you I, can, like, you know, launch a, a pandemic virus and see what happens, like SimCity, and just come back, like, in a, f- in a few weeks. Well, I mean, how much Black Mirror have you watched? Not many. Is that the one with the pig fucking for first episode yeah that's like first season i think yeah that, that um, lost that that really was tough for me well if you watch like uh what is it? the guy from um mad men uh he did a christmas special they did i don't know years ago probably the first christmas special the second one about um the the old guy like white no hair? um no the the, the tall uh is gonna be the john ham yes thank you um He's How do you not know Joe's <laughs> uh, Because my brain is mush at this point. Oh, um, oh. And look, I mean, I think it's good that I, I, I lack I'm starting to shed 17 years or 30 plus years of like film knowledge to fill it with, well, you know, other things. Um, but yeah, John Hamm was uh, particularly good in this episode, but they basically like duplicate your personality into like a form implant it sort of in your brain and it fulfills all your common everyday tasks. So, like, you can sort of be sleeping or dreaming or thinking of other things. That personality has to do it, but that personality is also... The effective way to do it is to have it, like, sentient and conscious. And she's mm-hmm. like, the person inside the person doesn't want to do these things, wants to do other things. So he's right. like, okay, well, let's have you sit in it for a week. And just, like, you know, he takes three seconds, and then it's been a week for the personality inside of her. And then she's like, no, I won't do it. And he's like, how's six months? And just, like, waits, like one minute or 30 seconds and all of a sudden she's been in there for what seems like six months so well um i don't know this is a very complicated thing when we probably have to have a dedicated well, uh, anyway now. you didn't answer my question yes no man yes. is this an alien simulation uh i certainly hope not as always really you should be a politician you can't i can't answer your question <laughs> i'm gonna go <laughs> well no. it's an interesting idea to read about but I, I i just don't see it because what do they get at you know i just don't see it but mm. um i just was wanted, wanted to see your opinion on it okay uh okay well let's let's move on to a different thing my question is where do you see the future of live events going from uh yeah any regular event to a movie to sports i really i i don't i don't know how you can go back to how it was um i mean you could have less seats you could have you know people sitting whatever but it's like what do you you know how can you go to a concert how can you go to an event you're like walking by everywhere it's just um i have no idea to be fair i don't i don't know i don't know i mean and sporting events and i mean sporting events without people without fans is is like crazy sort of sucks Um, yeah like it could put movie theaters just like out of business i mean a lot of people you know we're doing that anyway. It's still a huge business going to movie theaters, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I guess movie theaters actually might 
be okay because you can like remove seats and you could, you know, and may, maybe they remove seats there and then and they raise prices, you know. And if you really like it to see a movie there, you can do it. Well, I mean, my thing about that stuff is that I think uh, I, I I honestly think in order to be safe, we're going to be looking at like pretty super dystopian ways of of doing it, and that's you know, I mean, if you look at people walking into an event. They're going to be scanned with something that can tell if they like have certain antibodies and they can be scanned to see if they have uh, fever and they can be scanned to see what they have to allow them like into the event. And then there are going to be other people trying to like block those, you know, so right. the readers can't see it. Um, and it sounds totally fucked up and unbelievable, but uh, I think everything sounded fucked up and unbelievable until like three months ago. But, but like, would you want to go to a concert or a sporting event? Like, I don't know. It's not. It's not worth going to see the Knicks in this. Uh, whatever. I'll tell you that much. More <laughs> um, than more the Giants yeah. in the past few years. Like, you know. Well, I mean, look for me in sports, as you, I'm sure you know, like the Rangers were. You're probably not following this, but like it was turning into a Cinderella season. Like this is a team that should have finished. Uh, I, was not, I was not following it. It's adorable. Your love for hockey, NHL. I forgot about the NHL. I wasn't even. Oh, it wasn't well, even my raid. It wasn't even my I radar. mean, the Rangers, they haven't made the playoffs for two years, and all of a sudden, you know, they pick up Artemi Pernarin in the offseason, and, like, you know, we bring up, like, the heir apparent as a hockey goaltender and, uh, you know, start having this, like, run in the second end of the season. Like, a team that should never come close to the playoffs, like, should have been a lottery team, was, like, three points out of the playoffs with, you know, 14 games left. And, you know, arguably we're, we're on the cusp of getting in um, and most likely still would have lost. But playoffs are playoffs. So, you know, yeah, that's, really know. that's what's that's what really sucked is that like, again, everyone's, you know, at home doing whatever. And sports is such a great vehicle, you know, to just just through everything, you know, through anything that happens like 9-11 or, you know, it's a good respite. And not there we don't have that it just it yeah. just is uh, it's crazy because that it's just like there at least not, I mean, even if you're not even a sports fan it's like it's like baseball is just always like there and it's on mm-hmm. um you know like it's just, it is for as a sports fan it's, it's crazy that march madness was canceled the masters was moved you know who, who would have thought that's crazy to think of that yeah we lost you know? i mean the we've been training to do this uh bike race down in costa rica and that was canceled um, that's on the I mean, same level as the Masters, for sure. Well, I feel the same way about golf that you do about hockey. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I like your little your little bike race. It's like, well, uh, I was actually training for it. I mean, you just have to sit on the couch and watch yeah, it, so it, it directly true. affects. That's true. Um, but well, it's, but it's you a could, bummer. You, yeah, it is. It is. It is a bummer. And I don't know. I don't know how we come out of this. The key is to get through it, and then then we'll figure it out. But, um, you know, maybe people, like you said, they'll, they'll have some sort of testing. You'll have masks. People, they'll figure out something that you can do to kind of protect yourself more. And, uh, right. but, you know, is there going to be concerts with general admission, like, ever again? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, how is that possible? I mean, like, we're here where we are and trying to figure it out. And I hope we can fly to see each other again someday. Yeah, this what year happened? Or the next. You canceled your trip because uh, you were going to come to the states, New York. 
Well, yeah. So the, you just passive aggressively cancel our dinner reservation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew this podcast was coming up, but I, I mean, so the, the funny thing is, American canceled all their flights out of Managua, but they didn't cancel my reservation. They kept it. They just canceled the Managua part. So I was like, okay, well, how am I going to get to Miami without the flight? <laughs> so I actually had to go on their website, and they're like, great. Now you have a credit to buy another thing. I was like, you guys should have just refunded the money, but okay, whatever. That's fine. Um, so that's, well, that is canceled, plus the trip to Italy that would have been in between those dates is canceled. Uh, wow. The trip to Disney we were supposed to have, the Costa Rica trip is gone. Um, my next currently. You're going to go to Disney? Yeah, April, first week of April, like two weeks ago. That's probably for the best. Well, yeah, Disney's closed down, so that would have been pretty boring. Well, just uh, I mean, that, that Disney sounds like a just a hellish trip for for anybody. I mean, well, we were actually not, not for the kids, not for any kids, but for the adults. <laughs> no, I think I think it's. Uh, I I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's more that like the kids, you know, they're kind of enjoyment out of it. But like, I haven't been there since I was 11. I'm sure it'll be interesting. But the funny thing, well, like, we, we were debating between that and a Disney cruise, which, like, if anything's going to be worse than Disney, it'd be a Disney cruise at right. that time. So, Well, but, that's another thing, though. Like, Disney, like, how, how does a place like Disney serve the amount of people and lines and, and stuff? Anyway, it's uh, it's above our pay grade, that is what they say. There's got to be smarter, smarter people than us to figure this out. <laughs> well, I'm sure they will. I, I what what it was just very dramatic to find out the, that that our dinner was canceled. But I guess I mean I knew it was coming. But dude, dramatic! Like I haven't had good ramen in like three years, so super depressing on my end. But is that, that, is that, that, that was that what you were looking for? Forward to yeah, yeah. I told you because you you posted pictures of like ramen, and I was like, that looks good. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't get decent. Well, ramen how about here. this? Because I during during this whole thing, I've been cooking more and trying to do like the creative things in the kitchen like make i just made like a jalapeno hot sauce i made mustard the other day why don't you get the ingredients and make some ramen i'm sure you could figure it out you got the time you want me to go into the supermarket to get well fun no but you, you might have something wanna... you know ramen has so many points of failure i'd rather just like right. wait. well yeah it's not going to be as good i'm just saying you know it's kind of, uh, I don't know, you, you have time, uh, I'm sure you have animals roaming around there, you know, you could kill a few, simmer the bones for a while, that's all basically Robin is. You just want me to kill that fucking bird that keeps making those saw noises. <laughs> <laughs> My Robin would be like Campbell's chicken noodle soup, like a cracked egg and backyard yeah, bird. True. I didn't realize you had a love of Robin, I mean, I mean, I love it. Well, but, yeah, I mean. I like know, maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe I'll order some. I haven't even thought about it, but I mean, as a treat. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, what are you going to do? Last thing. All right. What do well, you, what uh, do you, I just want to know, last thing, what, what are you drinking for um, Thursday night quarantine? Thursday night, I started with a White Claw, but that was earlier because uh-huh. okay. I wanted to ease into it. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of White Claw. Not ashamed to say it. And then uh, <laughs> Leah brought me. She wanted a little little credit. She brought me up uh, halfway. She brought me up a tequila rocks with some lime, which is like my go-to now these days. I like it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, so it's sort of like yeah. a Paloma without the grapefruit. 
yeah, it's nice. I mean, tequila goes down easy. We got uh, usually Casamigos. Um, I also I've made uh, some simple syrup. Trying to trying to do some Manhattans and maybe an old fashioned. I got some bitters. Trying 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 to get out of my comfort zone here. I got a I got a recommendation for you on tequila. Go on. Called uh, well, the really nice one is the Casa Noble. Uh, Santana Reserve Extra Añejo Tequila. That goes about $600 a bottle. But you can get the regular Añejo. That's about 50 So Casa Noble Santana Reserve. Casa, how do you, Casa, Casa Noble? Casa Noble. Casa Noble Tequila. It'll be able to... I, don't, I don't think I like the Añejo, though. Oh, Casa Noble. Oh, sure. Noble. Casa Noble. Oh. They, do have a, they do have a crystal, which is white. Yeah, like check it out. Okay. That's good. Oh, did I did I tell you like two months ago I went in I started going into the mask making business for biking? No, I did not. No. Yeah. I'm literally in the mask making business and I'm waiting for the prototypes, well, the third generation of prototypes to come back still, but what do you need a mask um, for? Like to keep stuff out of your face type of mask? Well it it gets pretty dusty um mm-hmm. on a lot of these rides. So I usually you wear some people wear bandanas, but you have like the neck socks basically but they get really hot down here can you can you help with the sending masks for this uh, coronavirus because it might be good timing well i just checked in with my manufacturing buddy today or yesterday last night i haven't heard back so i'm waiting to see where the third gen are so we'll see ramp that production up man let's do it yeah i'll try nice dude well good luck with that let's uh let's do this again soon we'll see if we get over 80 listens how about that one (laughs) Oh, it's a heck of a challenge. Oh, we'll just do it anyway. Why not? Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Let's wrap it up, huh? Take care. That's it.